The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Vet Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. today's episode the vanguards are answering some of our favorite listeners questions and much much more so without further ado let's get busy holiday how you doing cat daddy let's see better now thank you for asking (laughs) i was once lost but i'm now found thank you you found now Mm -hmm. (laughs) what's that so what's that you're drinking on over there um let's see it's early, so uh, I start off with the Pepsi. Here's a Pepsi. Okay. Yes. So nothing extra in that Pepsi, huh? Not yet. Okay. Uh, Miss Waddy. Miss Waddy, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How y'all doing? All right. Ooh. So far, so good. Uh, so the holidays then came and went. How's everybody Christmas and New Year's? Miss Waddy, what you, what you, Miss Waddy, what you had going on? Nothing, just chill, worked, of course, but also got time to spend time with my family. So it was a blessing. Everything was good. Very relaxing. Okay, that's good. Good to hear. It's always good to hang out with family throughout the holidays. Uh, holiday. Hey, man, that's your name. Hey, how, how, was your hol- how was your holidays? Oh, man, it was my, my time. Um, it was good, man. You know, ate good. Even though I had to go to work, I was at work. Yeah, I know. But, uh, we was we was in passing, so we didn't get a chance to hang out really. So yeah, yeah. So, but you know what? Uh, we're here. We're able to say we're here, and um, it was good. Bless. Okay, that's good. So, guys, as we all know, we lost three of our three of our own due to suicide. Um, within a week's time, one on December fifteenth one on December 22nd and one on December 20th. You know, our thoughts and prayers always go out to the family and loved ones of Officer Pat Myers, Officer Hayek, and Officer Elena. You know, Elena, I knew personally. You know, she was, you know, I trained, I call myself training uh, boxing at the... uh, at the gym and she was a part of our group she was learning out she was learning how to box you know we we work in a very and we work in a very dangerous profession where we we have to use force you know so 
she was getting her craft. She was she was staying sharp. She was learning how to fight. Because let's be honest, a lot of cats out here don't know how to fight. But just a little tactics, you can put somebody down real quick. So she was learning. And while learning and, and training with her, got to know that she was a she was a very nice person. And, uh, and I'm, I'm a mister. I, you know, she stopped boxing a quick story that was that was funny. She was in there sparring, you know, holiday. You've been in there a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> we in there sparring and she's fighting. Uh, she was fighting. I forgot. I think she was fighting another female or a male, you know, and sometimes punches you're in there working, you're in there learning. But sometimes punches get through, slip through and it and it stings a little bit. You get rocked a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she and she got rocked one day. And after that day, I haven't seen her no more. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, she quit, she quit, she quit boxing. No. And I know a mutual friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours I know. And I and I asked him, I said, you know, tell Elena, how's Elena? How's she doing? And tell her, come on back to the gym. We miss her. And uh Short, long story short, she never came back. Aww. But wow! But I, I was, I was walking downtown one day, and I hear Jay, Jay, and I'm just like, I'm turning, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, who's that calling me? And she's in the, she's, she's driving the, the squad, she's driving the police uh, truck, the van. Mm-hmm. Her little self, she comes sticking out, Jay, and she got out in the middle of traffic. She ran to me you know gave me a hug and stuff and i said lena where you been you know and she said been working and you know things of that nature so we able to catch up a little bit but that was the last time i wow. saw her it was the last my last memory of her was a, it was a pleasant was, it was a great memory yeah and i'm just you know just heartbroken and sad that she she have have, have took have done that right you know? and as as far as the other ones as well it's it's rough people who doesn't know uh we had kevin benton on and he's part of pure support and eap mm-hmm. and um that's episode 14 that he was on and we encourage everybody to listen to that uh, and if you know someone who's going through things have them listen to it maybe a lot of times uh a lot of time people probably don't reach out for help because not knowing what's the ramifications if there's any ramifications on behind it so this right here if you listen to it at least you'll get an idea you don't have to have ask, ask any questions you'll get you get able to get some food for food for thought by listening to that episode see how the processes work and then you know and just hopefully hopefully you you'll get some you'll get help people just don't know until it's too late and then people scratch their head wondering well what happened i feel that in order to you have to be the one to save your own life. Start with you first to reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm having problems. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with saying I need help. Yeah. I think we all need help sometime from time to time. So, you know, it's just, you know, within a week's time, guys, we lost three of our own. And it's a, it's a rough, rough December. It was a yeah. good holiday, but, you know, life and it's just and it was a bad, you know, bad December. Prayers to their families, though. Definitely praying for the families and the healing of their families. Praying that uh, any other officers that's struggling 
with the loss of our fellow brothers and sisters uh, on the force, but as well as with their own life's trials and tribulations, please come forward and talk. Um, yeah, like it's definitely necessary. Um, it's definitely beneficial, definitely helpful. You know, the phrase that we always say that you're not alone, you're genuinely not alone because when you look at all these situations that lead up to these tragic incidents, it shows you that somebody else is suffering or was suffering just like you. And, you know, so if you're looking for a helping hand, you know, I recently joined peer support as well. So, you know, I'm always available. Okay. You know, praying to everybody. Miss Waddy, that's what's up, Miss Waddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wadi, that's what's up. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just I'm just excited that you No, you're that. okay. You're okay. You are right, Julie. Um yeah. It's a blessing. It's been a blessing. I really do value being on this job and value my fellow coworkers. We don't have to be close. We don't have to be friends. It's it's the simple fact that we all get on a job every single day, risking our lives for the public, you know, to do a noble thing. This job's come. This job does come with a lot, so you know I'm I'm always open to sit in silence and listen, or to be whatever it is, you know, a listening ear that people need, um, and some type of support. So and just praying for everybody, Jules. How are you holding up since you you knew Elena? Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm good, but I'm just I was I was rocked by it. You talking about? getting rocked in the ring i'm rocked in the in this game of life because i would did not think that that would happen to her she was such a a good spirit a good good person like the lab man just a just a beautiful person i you know i'm a miss i i, I just think back to the memories we had in there training working out hard and uh sparring and and laughing and and, and sweating and even just sitting there just looking at each other because we're tired and you know right, and then right. when she left the gym i was like oh no that's my girl come on back you know oh i've been a hey, holiday you know it's been times i left out that gym eyes but you know black eyes mm-hmm. busted lip yeah you know, take it's a <laughs> taking them gloves off be a wow <laughs> man i think one one time you, asked you know me to but, help you out yeah like yeah, you know, but man, Miss Waddy, thank you for thank you for asking. But I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Just just a little, you know, just just rocked a little bit. But um, yeah. um, but I am glad that you had told everybody that you're part of peer support because now, if people if you have any questions, always hit us up on our on our Gmail account, our Gmail address. Uh, the link is in the, in our description. But I'll I'll tell it. So it's uh, you know, black and blue vanguard podcast at gmail.com. But we also list that, you know, list that link in the description section. Be easier. Just click onto it. Uh holiday, man. You got any got anything, Cat Daddy? Yeah, just reach out, man. No, nothing too big. Y'all said everything. Just something we can't, man. We we try our best to to help the next person because we don't know. We never know. We don't know. They can smile in front of us one day and and no longer be with us the next day. So please reach out if y'all mm-hmm. feel any mm-hmm. any uh, mood changes or anything. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. You know what? I also came across a, a clip of Jennifer Lewis. She was talking about suicide and depression and, you know, not knowing who will listen to this and who this man may help. But just to play it, because it was it was it was it was motivating on what she said. And I think it it's it, it, it resonates for what we're talking about right now. So I'm gonna I'm a play it, I'm gonna play it and then and we'll move on with the show. Come out of them dark rooms with all that depression. Stop yourself, you go get some help. But you can start by journaling. What do I want? Mm -hmm. Who am I? And if you don't know, make some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first start going to therapy? Wow, I was 33 years old. Okay. I spent half my life depressed. Mm. and manic as hell. Did you know it was depression? Absolutely not. It was normal. That's right. I cried every night of my life. But practice living well. You can do it. You can. I did. I was poor. I had mental illness. I had sex addiction. Molested. All of it. But I wanted to live. Well, enough said on that one. Man, she's you got to want to live. Yes. Let's move on with the show. Normally we do what's new on the beat, but uh, I we think that it was best for us to talk about the three officers that committed suicide and also helping up helping other officers or people in general when they're going through what they go through and just to come out that dark place and into the light. So we're going to move on. Holiday, we're going to talk about some of this follow-up. So so what you got? All right. So we have two of them. Uh, first is uh, John. And we want to thank you for listening to the podcast. John uh, emailed us and he wrote, he really enjoyed listening to our top five Christmas songs. But I pick Holiday as the winner. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Charles Brown, Merry Christmas, Baby, is my song. Mine's too, John. Mine's too. Thank you yeah thank you for that Dang. vote thank you for Dang. that yeah i ain't gonna lie that i ain't gonna lie that, that was dope though i ain't gonna lie mm. yeah appreciate that yes yes and um we have another one uh sarah thank you for listening and uh sarah wrote jules i never knew prince had a christmas song uh i'm a huge fan of prince too so thank you for introducing it to me now it's on my playlist yeah that's what i'm talking about okay and that prince is bad yeah hey, you know what guys you know what guys speaking of tallied up the scores okay on the uh <laughs> you know because we had our our bet for us who had the better playlist christmas music playlist and a lot of people have reached out and you know, it's a lot of haters out there, but it's all right. That's all right. It's 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 fun because best believe we're gonna do it again this this December. So, <laughs> so without further ado, let me announce the winner. Holiday. All right. Thank you. Congrats, bro. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You know, yeah, uh, I give a shout out Holiday to everybody. Got the song. Yeah, yeah. You know, I give a shout out to all my fans and people that believe in me. 
Because <laughs> people that believe in me, give honor to God, head of my life, you know. You know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. What? You know, it's, it was a, it's, it's tough decisions, you know. Glad I was able to uh, pick out the ones that came on top and, you know, and, you know, and my goal is to win another championship this December. <laughs> <laughs> my, oh, no, no, you know, we're taking the crown. I, my, we're taking the crown. I, I hope, hopefully the team wins back-to-back titles. We're going to be Dynasty Bulls here. Mm. Okay. But, no, nah, it's all fun because uh, y'all, y'all's uh, playlist. Y'all had songs that I have on my playlist too. It's um, uh, it was cool. It was fun. Oh, that was a dope episode. Yeah, that was a dope episode, man. I had, I enjoyed listening to it. I had joy. I had joy doing it, and enjoyed listening to it. So, man, that was a dope episode. So, holiday, you get the bragging rights till this December, and uh, I guess you, yeah, you won your. I got your fifty dollars right here. So next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Hooray for me! <laughs> oh man! Hey, but I must I must say this though. Hey, Wada, you you had me. I was bopping my head to that Justin Bieber. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, it was a nice song by him. I always thought it was a nice song. I was, I was yeah, that muscle tour. I was I was bopping my head. I can't I can't front. I was bopping my head to it. So I was like, okay, all right. I, that's a, now it's on my playlist. So yeah, yours too. Yours was nice too, though. Man, appreciate it, but. Guys, next time we, we're doing our list, I ain't hold no punches now. Now the gloves are off. So so holiday, yeah, you yeah, go ahead and, and cherish and gloat this this year. Oh, because it's on December. It's on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what's up, you know. I feel good. Mm-mm. So yeah, I just had this. I know it's gonna be tough to hold the title. So okay, let's keep rolling. Uh Miss Waddy, any new notifications? Yeah, so I got a notification. Uh, the first one is Christopher Tatlock, 33 years old, pleaded guilty to two misdemeanor assaults. Christopher from Lincoln Park was arrested for threatening to shoot Mayor Lori Lightfoot and state mm. attorney Kim Fox, but that's not it. Then Christopher went then to bring, to hang from trees. What? He said he wanted them to hang from trees if they do not do anything about the crime problem. Christopher received two years of probation and he also must perform 100 hours of community service. Mm. Wow. Well, you ain't man, kidding. I mean, except, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off about the crime too, but damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, as well, much as right. I'm yeah. annoyed, I don't, I'm not for about making death threats to people. You know, I pray for people that they see their purpose and see who they call to be. But I, yeah, I'm never, I got on this job to help stop criminals. You know what I'm saying? And that's criminals all the way around. So yeah, I'm not Mm -hmm. for at all embracing the idea of causing harm to somebody in position or anybody of that matter. So yeah, or wishing death or yeah, Mm -hmm. wishing death on them and nah. Right. Now I will say this, I will say this. They need to go, but right, yeah. talking about hanging them from trees. That's yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's excessive. Very excessive. My man went old school on them. Mm. I know, I know. Some people need to be swinging on some trees, but man, that's, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, listen, listen, guys. Speaking of, 
the crime we know is out of control. Why we know? Because we're out there in the front lines. Any ideas? Holiday, cat daddy, cat daddy, cat daddy. On a side note, on a side note, I'm glad the Illinois Supreme Court stepped in and say, put a halt to that safety act crap. Right. I am fine. so glad. I am so glad there was some competencies in this judicial department, or well, some of them, that somebody said, hey, you know what? It's a, it, That's a bunch of bull. We're going to put a halt to that to kind of re- revise this thing because it doesn't make sense. Keep coddling right. criminals. Okay, enough of that. So, Holiday, Cat Daddy, what, what, do, what do you want to see different? How can we get a hold of a crime? We, we can't stop it. Let's be honest. We, we're not going to be able to stop it 100%. But what can politicians do? What the hell? What do you think? If you was a mayor or a superintendent, what, what would you do? It's funny. I'd be telling my partner <laughs> what I'll do. She never tell you. I tell my partner this all the time. If I was mayor, I ain't playing, man. I ain't playing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much going back to daily. Oh, wait a minute. Which women? Wait, wait, hold on now. Which daily? <laughs> Old man daily. Old man daily. Ooh. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, you know, this, this, this. Chicago is is mean. In order to get okay, if you in order to to get respect to get anything done, you had to go to that level. Mm-hmm. You had to get to that level. Hell, even other daily, but but okay, true. If true, I true. was a, I ain't gonna lie. If I was a mayor superintendent, you'll see me on the streets. Okay. I'll I'll vest up. You'll see me. I'll visit the uh departments every department to let you know i ain't playing like oh man the, the mayor the mayor is in this district today the okay so every station day. yeah every day every yeah. you'll see uh-huh. me okay I'll listen, okay listen to the officers you attack the areas you patrol the areas that you put more attention to the areas that needs it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and t- until they get tired of us Okay, <laughs> you, because, you, you, you saturate the hell out of that thing. Yeah, because yeah. some some areas don't even get calls. True, true, right, right, right. I will focus on them areas that every day. Damn, the shooting again. Look, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll they'll walk out on their porch. They'll be like, "Damn, the cops again." They, are... hey, uh, that would be my goal. I mean, you. Okay, you you gonna have to focus on na- I w- I will focus on the neighborhoods that gets them calls. We all know if you know your beat, if you know your district, you know the the, the areas that needs a little more attention. Okay, true. And slow and slow it down from there. Start from there. Okay, and man, that's fair. That's fair. Now, Miss Whitey, I'm gonna pose this to you. Let's say that the one aspect of it where police can be proactive and do their jobs holiday coming with put boost the ground and kicking down doors snatching collars taking names and don't care if somebody complain just as long as you follow the department orders okay now miss Waddy, what i'm opposed to you we get these pieces of crap but for some reason the judicial system it's a little lenient well hell it's a lot lenient to a lot of them because you get 
you get violent habitual criminals on Lake Charter Monitor still out on the streets, still causing chaos and mayhem, still doing crime. So let's say you are Kim Fox, but you're Miss Wadi. What would you do in the ju judicial uh, aspect of it? Not make, so like, basically not making decisions where they're just gonna easily get off. Assess the severity and the totality of each circumstance. And when, when they're just willful criminals charging for what they need to be charged with, that's really all it comes down to, charge them. Charge them objectively. Mm -hmm. It's simple, it's simple, right? This isn't rocket science, right? Right. You know, if somebody's creating a, if somebody creating a, uh, somebody caused a, a, somebody committed a violent act to someone, why give them a low bail, no bail, let them release on electronic monitoring? You just shot somebody. You, you stab somebody, you rape somebody. Why are you out? That, that's the problem. How many times have we heard on the news somebody got killed, officer got killed, hurt, somebody shot, hurt, or whatever. They caught, they catch the guy. Oh, this is his, his fourth offense. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It, 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 it's, it's stupid. Let these people sit. If the, if the jails are overpacked, build more jails. All right. Uh, okay, what else we, what else we get? What else we get, uh, Ms. Wadi? All right, another notification. Um, study found that Wendy's is the most expensive fast food chain. The cheapest is Taco Bell. According to new data mm. from PriceListo.com, which gathers the data from in-store visits, phone interview, and uploading information from business owners nationally. Wendy's overtook Burger King as the most expensive fast food chain with an average item price at $6.63. The higher ticket item driving up the average cost is Wendy's Baconator retail price at $9.62. Peter Soleil, manager, director, and restaurant analyst stated, consumer still have to eat. So you're either eating at the grocery store or at the restaurant. Grocery store prices is up as well but restaurants are actually providing a little more value. Peter went on and said, customers are not pushing back on higher prices. Hey, you know, I like, I, you know, Wendy's, are ex Wendy's is expensive. Yeah, yeah, especially, that, is expensive. especially that damn Baconator. It's delicious, but it's, it's kind of pricey. <laughs> you know, I, hey, hey, <laughs> it's, it's, it, well, it's, it is, I mean, it is delicious. I mean, how can you be mad at a at a sandwich, at a burger? You had two, two what is it? Two two pieces of meat. You got meat. You got two buns, meat, bacon, and ketchup and mayo, whatever whatever they put all on there. Mm -hmm. How can you be mad at that? Not unless you just don't like meat. You know what I'm saying? But how can you be mad at a burger like that, man? That is just like the ultimate man burger, and female burger. I mean, hey, I don't discriminate. Hey. I know the females like to eat out there, so mm -hmm. that's like an ultimate sandwich, man. But yeah, it's like, but yeah, like what he said, it's like nine bucks, though. Nine dollars? Hell, you can go, you can get two pieces from Little Caesars. <laughs> I mean, whole pizza, not slices. Some of the hot and ready, huh? Hot and ready, whole pizza, feed a family for ten bucks. Yeah, you're right. And then you still have leftovers. No. 
Now, let, let me ask you, you know, we know Miss Waddy. Now, Miss Waddy, get up in here. Now, we know you don't eat McDonald's. But what about Wendy's? No. Damn. Stop eating. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. You know it's, it's in, the, in certain locations, of course, not all. Okay. You know, first off, um, I have days. I have, like, my cheat days sometimes. But for the most part, my regular routine, I try to eat, like, healthy protein and stuff just to keep a healthy immune system and keep myself healthy like okay. you can here every now and then i have like my cheat days but it's not at wendy's or in those places um maybe at a taco place because i love tacos but um i know it's a few places a few wendy's of course again not all but it's a few of them where they mishandle cops and i don't like how they mm. join a bandwagon of anti-cop and spitting in people's food and all this and that so i just okay so you just leave it alone don't support them at all okay okay gotcha gotcha i understand man that's, that's why i that's totally my, yeah, forgot about that job. i was very irritable when it was certain locations that really mistreated cops like that but then at the same time they'll call them you know and, and it's easy to say well that's their job you're right that's my job but when you hold the stance of skip y'all, we don't need y'all, you be consistent in your mm. stance. Don't call us. But if, mm -hmm. your, if your stance is you don't, if your belief that you claim you really believe is you don't need the police, don't call the police. Stop calling the police. If you can really do it yourself and we can be abolished and y'all don't need us, stop calling the police because y'all calling us when you get those irate customers who are dangerous, who will literally pull a, a gun on you over a freaking meal you know y'all calling us mm -hmm. but then you want to turn around and again not all locations but it was some it was some location within the past two years that was being funny and ignorant and just putting disturbing things in cops food and i don't like that understood understood i had a bad experience i think i told you guys before at wendy's yeah and and it's just with the with with one of the managers one of the managers we went to my old partner. And I, we went to Wendy's one time and got our food half off. You know, we didn't ask for it, but they was like, "Yeah, you get you get food." I'm, oh, okay, that's nice. Thank you very much. So I think we went a couple weeks later, and and it was another manager there, and she was like, she told us to our face, "Yeah, you guys get half off, but I don't honor that." I was like, "Ooh, okay. Listen, I got money. I can pay my own food. That's no problem." You know, it didn't hurt me. I was like, well, how much of my food? I'll just pay for it. I got money. So, but it was just the nasty, the nastiness of it. You know, and I was just like, wow. So I didn't really, didn't really too much mess with that uh, Wendy's. Uh, after that, you know, I bought my food right then, you know, right there. But after that, because of her, because what she, what she has said and how she had treated my partner and myself, it was like, man, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to support not this Wendy's. So we go to another Wendy's. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. So I'm with you, Miss Miss White on that one. I don't go to Wendy's much because one ain't too many uh -huh. Wendy's. There right. ain't too many right. Wendy's to begin with. So I don't work or see it anyway. Because if you ask me when's the last time I had Wendy's, it's been a long time. Um, mm -hmm. I almost went to the Wendy's in the district, but by the district, but uh, I guess it was a sign from God because it took all day. So I said, you know what? I'm getting out of this line. And then another Wendy's never have the Frosties. So I said, forget it. Oh, man. Oh, those Frosties, man, right? 
Hey, hey, summer day. When it's hot outside, get you a nice little frosty with that spoon. For some reason, they never have any frost. I pull up, I place an order. Hey, when I do finally get to one, uh, where are the frosties? I'd be like, never mind, I don't want none of this. Man. Then you probably go to Dunkin' Donuts for the iced coffee or something. (laughs) You're like, "Give give me a chocolate shake. (laughs) <laughs> Let me get a milkshake. Let me get a chocolate shake. Right. That's some vanilla in there too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man. Oh, uh, oh, um, <laughs> Miss Miss White, you got anything else? Just uh, anonymous tips. Um, mm-hmm. Anonymous tips up to five thousand dollars for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions, and up to fifteen thousand dollars for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can always call eight three three four zero eight zero zero six nine. Or you can email cpdtip.org. All right, that's self-explanatory right there. We need it. We need we need people to tune in on that one because you know they we gonna we're gonna talk about it probably the next episode. We're gonna talk about the crime for 2022 the homicides. It was, you know, 2021 was 800. We're uh, 2022 was seven something, but we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, crime is down, people. Yeah, sure, but you still have over seven homicides. So don't give me that crap. And um, you know. It takes everybody to it takes everybody to fall in line and work together to to decrease decrease some to decrease this crime. So, all right, let's get moving on to the next part of the show. We are answering some questions from our favorite listeners. Man, thank you guys for a for listening, rolling with us, rocking with us, responding, giving us feedback. We love it all. Keep giving us feedback. You know, you know the funny thing about it is, well, we haven't got. Everybody pretty much been nice with the feedback. Haven't been haven't been anything really negative. And you know, thank God. But if you do send a negative feedback, thank you too. We wouldn't care, but thank you anyway for sending that, <laughs> that feedback because that means you're still listening to. So, so. <laughs> I was drinking my pop. Right. <laughs> we don't care, but right. Keep listening. Keep 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 the feedbacks coming. But guys, hey, you guys ready for it? Let's get into some of these questions. You guys ready? Wilson. And he asks, where do we as law enforcement draw a line, draw a dividing line between folks who are a product of their environment? Example, gang, drug, and, and drug dealing. You know, some people get into a game because the household is broken up. They don't feel love. This is a brotherhood or a sisterhood or whatever the case may be. And drug dealing to give quick money so you can drive fancy cars and wear some Jordans. Okay, so between that and just playing out criminals, where do we draw a line? I mean, you got some who just want to be in the street so bad. And, you know, when you speak to some of these relatives, moms, and sometimes fathers, too, they'll tell you, like, you know, they have these type of resources. They're in school. They're in a very prestigious school. They have a nice job. They still live with us. They're taken care of. They're well fed. You know, some people just want the quick and easy life. So they'll let mm-hmm. pride and greed and covetousness, you know, overtake them. And they'll, they're willing to take somebody else's life for it. So, I mean, that's just, that's, you can't use poverty for that. You can't, you can't use, you can't use poverty to cover your pride. Some stuff is just a pride issue mm-hmm. and you want what mm-hmm. you want. Are there some people, a lot of people that's the product of the environment? Absolutely. And I feel like some, some people, there are resources. Some people, unfortunately, depending on how you grew up, 
you weren't exposed to or introduced to those resources. So I do feel like it's important that they are exposed to them. Um, you know, I know with me, I, I would, you know, tell some parents like, hey, you know, it seems like y'all have a history of he, you know, your child or she went through some traumatic things growing up. And that's, you know, that's a contribution to why their character is the way it is. It's not an excuse. You're never justifying it, mm-hmm. but there's a way yeah. to intervene. This is a, this is a point of intervention. You know, some here's some resources where they can go seek counseling. They can seek help. They can seek a mentorship program. They can, um, you know, you're trying to get them to a better school. Here's some options, you know? So, you know, it's options. It's like you, you provide people with the resources to show them another way of life of living. And at the end of the day, still people have to make the choice though whether your project or your environment or not, once you're caught and you've been introduced to something new, you have to decide as a responsible human being if you're going to take the right way out. No, I agree with you there, Miss Wadi. That's that's that that that's that's big. Resources is big. You know, just because you live at the place doesn't mean you're supposed to conform to that 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 place. Uh holiday, you have anything on that? Um to me, I mean there's no there's really no dividing line, you know. Okay. The 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 name of the game is don't get caught. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't condone what people do. And and, and I do understand that people don't have uh both um mom and dads in their family. You know, some people go to gangs because they have no one to look at or look up to. Um mm-hmm. so I get it. I get people had to sell drugs to survive for the family. Um, But at the end of the day, you know what you're doing. If you get caught, game over. Um, So my thing is, um, uh, the only difference is I wouldn't, of course, and it's not on me, I wouldn't charge a drug dealer or somebody in that nature the same way as a criminal you know criminals um you know if they if they keep doing something or they do stuff uh harsh you know you 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 don't charge them the same it's like i you can tell when someone talks when someone's talk is like um, you know, I had to provide for my family officer, you know, but you still disobeying the law, you know. So it's like, dang, well, you know, sorry, but it is what it is. Criminal, you know what? I don't care what it is, you know, I'm just gonna do it. You know, I'm gonna do it. When I get out, I'm gonna do it again. Uh hell. I do whatever it takes to do it. If I had to kill somebody, take their stuff. So at the end of the day, my message is for the family or just to do it just because the sentences, it'll be lighter. You know, mm. either way it go, you get if you get caught, it's all about getting caught, you know. Uh, so for, for clarification, because because how day you're gonna get a lot of people gonna push gonna push back on for the, the dope dealer who's selling the product 
who have people ODing and and getting a drug induced homicide, they'll look at that as as a plague and a cancer to the to the community, and they will say that person should be getting sentenced more than somebody for possession because he's applying he's applying the product. Well, they they. they so, but you but you're saying but you're saying if this is a if this is a first offense for him to for him or she for he or she to do this a first offense because of of far as the household the mom or the father or the case may be is not working and then there's nobody there to provide for siblings or you know because they're they're hungry their house is disarray and mm-hmm. this right right now is is a quick money to provide for for that family you, are you talking about more of a, of a first offense person who who has a background of just a broken home? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I just want to get a, a clarification because because like, right yeah turn it the wrong way like oh wait a minute he said yeah no um that's exactly what it is because okay because because I don't know because I don't know these guys you get, actually giving them a chance. You know, it's like, hey, it's a first offense. You know, I don't, I don't know if they know any better. They should. You know what you're doing. You mm-hmm. know these guys mm-hmm. know what they're doing. True. No, I, I agree with you. Right. True. So, so like, you get caught. You know, crime is crime. And you know, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, um, I just. I really feel there's no lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, but hey, <laughs> you know, it was thinking all over the world, came all around the world, and came back like, no, ain't no damn lie. People know what's yeah. going on out here. I mean, you know, that's why. That's why they, if if anybody get out of all this, I'm saying is <laughs> you got caught. Underline that. But what? But see, here's the thing. As law enforcement officers, yourself, me, and, and Wadi, and, and other people on the job, we understand the situation. We can show empathy, and we can, you know, we can show some understanding. Oh, we know why you're doing this. Why mm-hmm. kids steal from the store? Why mm-hmm. can't, why people are selling dope? Mm-hmm. You know, we we okay. You come up from a system. Your parents failed you. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Your parents failed you. Your school failed you. Your 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 churches have failed you. You know that's mm-hmm. the problem. And you're you growing up in this failing type community, and you're you you're you're fitting it for yourself, and you don't know any better because nobody taught your ass nothing. So that's mm-hmm. the you know that's the problem. It's a vicious cycle. So when Miss Wadi talk about resources, yes. Our churches used to be our churches used to be resources where people could come to to get help. Our schools used to be resources where people could come to get help, just in case there's a broken home. When the schools are gone, are are nothing nothing but garbage. And if the churches ain't talking about nothing, they're blasphemy type teaching. Then what do you have? You have a broken system. All of it's broken, and and you know, and people sit up here scratching their head and wonder why these kids acting this way because now now what they're doing now now they don't even want the police department what they want us to do with our job we're the last we're the last line of defense 
we're the first and the last line of defense. When you get to us, it's too late. But when you get to us, we can set you on 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 a path of you know saying where you can get some help. But when you try to water down the police department and and tie our hands and stuff, we don't we don't really want to deal with you. So what do you have? Blind leading the blind. Yeah, so you're right. There is no line. So once being being criminals, no, it's not the problem. But to rent to remain one is the problem. But the problem is with this inside, they want you to remain a criminal. That's the problem. And and how many people with these devices around their ankles were seeing more? Exactly. Doing exactly. more crime. Doing more. You you give these guys all these opportunities. They yep. making the I'm they coming. make they making it real soft, real easy. Oh, right. you know it's all what? Set up you know what, they having a hard time. Okay, whatever the case may be, you know, I'm not God, I don't judge them. But we know, call a spade what it is, call a spade a spade. You know he's a POS. Okay, but they don't want us to be biased. If you see them on the street and you arrest them, treat them good. Okay. Right. But they don't, still... Yeah, don't curse at them. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. provoke anything, don't curse at them. Oh, you use them to provoke. But, what? Huh? But 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 they they call us out call out call us out our names. You know we don't even be thinking about these guys, and they they had enough energy to talk stuff to us. Anywho, going back to what I was gonna say, but these guys got so many opportunities to change their lives, and they still don't. Oh. You know, I, I mean, how much more do you, how much more can you take? How much more? Because how many times we read that a person that's already on house arrest or whatever murdered somebody? Plenty. It's been plenty. <laughs> so. Hell, they just had an officer in Orange County, I believe in California, close to San Bernardino, was he was gunned down from somebody who has three strikes against them. And the judge reduced the sentence, and he was able to bail out. He had He's a three-strike felon. And so, the judge, this soft, liberal-hearted judge, released this guy, and he ended up killing uh, a sheriff. So let's divide these lines, huh? No. No, 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 no. You know what you're doing? You know, and I know there's, you, you know, people say, oh, man, it's hard out here. But. I mean, get it at least try something else, right? You know, it's it's just it's just nasty out here, man. Overall, it's just nasty out here. How many how many more opportunities do one needs? You know, right, right. Oh well, well, true. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, Deputy Isaiah Cordero, he was gunned down. Yeah, Riverside County uh, deputy. So if someone can tell us how to resolve that, let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't hold my breath, though. All right, next question. Oh, this one. This, one's, <laughs> this one might be a good one here. All right, Tremaine wrote in the question. Body cameras versus cell phone cameras. How has technology affected the way you do your job? 
Good question. Good question, Jermaine. I'll, I'll start this one off right quick. It, it does absolutely nothing uh, how, to affect the way I do my job. It does absolutely nothing. How I handle my job before the cameras is how I handle my job with the cameras. If I was cursing before and talking crap and putting foot in ass before the cameras, I'm talking crap, I'm cursing, I'm putting, fat, putting foot in ass with the cameras. Now you just get a visual of it, a visual and audio <laughs> of it, and a play-by-play so people can laugh at what I'm doing to these <laughs> What doing to these pieces of crap out in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> now you just get a visual part of it. Get a play by play. Oh, watch this! How I wind up my foot. Watch how I do this foot. Uh. <laughs> no man, no, no, <laughs> man, we got it's, it's good to have some laughs, man. No, no, you know what? <laughs> For me, I've been always a fair. I'm a fair officer, always, always. So it does not affect the way I, I handle my job. Um, now, it, it may change some willing and dealing that I used to do. There's some stuff that I can used to do because there was no cameras. I can will and deal with you. I can to a certain extent. But now, since there's cameras everywhere, I got to do my job. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to get fired or go get suspended because I'm trying to help you out. But then some civilian board, for some reason, I don't know why we have, probably see this and like well no officer you didn't follow your use of force or your 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 general order so we need, we need to suspend you 365 days out the year it's like okay well all right so in that case i just gotta do my job so but if i can articulate it and you know saying i can talk about my uh what i do why it, why i handled the job i went the way i did then fine but but far as far as how how it affect where it doesn't affect me whatsoever Cell phone, cell phone, body, body cameras. Does it fuck the way you do your job? No, I always strive to do my job fairly every day. So, and my thing is, okay. so if a billion randomly comes up and pulls out their phone and gets recording me. It makes me, mm-hmm. it assures my confidence in what I'm doing all the more because I know I'm doing it the right way, whether they understand it or not. Because it's something we can go by Correct. general orders and they don't know general orders. So they'll be like, why I got to do that? Why you got to do that? I don't answer to people that's not a part of the situation. If you're not the person I'm directly con- mm-hmm. interacting with, I'm not answering you unless it's like a minor and you're the guardian, the parent. Y'all definitely talk to you because right. you come outside. Any loved one may get nervous saying what happened, you know, not knowing, probably not knowing that their child is doing some bad stuff or knowing, and I'm still going to let them know about one camera because they're the guardian and they're supposed to have responsibility over their kids. This is what your child is doing, so this is what I'm doing. And that's a part of my lawful job and a part of my general order. So for anybody else with their little cameras, okay. yeah. Okay. Hey, fair. That's fair. Uh, holiday. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Holiday, how about yourself, man? Does it affect the way you do your job, the cameras? Does it affect the way you do work out there? Wait a minute. We, we, we supposed to be wearing cameras? <laughs> Oops! <laughs> did you turn? Did you, t- did you turn that body wrong camera on? Uh. <laughs> nah, nah, I did. Nope. Uh, uh, you know what? It, it's it, it's cool. I have no problem because, uh, of course, when I got on, it was already established. It was already in place. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, true, true, true. So it's not like I was one of the older cops where you had to adapt. It's like uh, 
can't. Oh, yeah, I can't. That's sorry. Just me. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but I hear it's, I hear it was good times. But anyway, uh, uh, oh man, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, but actually, it helps me because it helps me cold jobs because a lot of people don't realize how much they incriminate themselves. Oh, I'm gonna on. talk to talk to him, Holiday. Talk to him. <laughs> I'd be like, oh. Uh, and you and we say it when we get to the job audios this cameras audio video recording how can i help you mm-hmm. you know and every time they say something like reminder cameras on and half of the time i don't give a fuck about that camera i'll beat that oh all right mm. this was going to go this was going to happen <laughs> so i am the body cam i embrace it i i code a lot of jobs because other people Thank you for helping me. Um, mm-hmm. Now with them cameras, cell phone cameras, I do the job correct anyway. You know, I'm but people would tell you, you shoot, you already know my mouth. The mouthpiece is on point. I, I code jobs. I, I know how to talk to people. I'm okay. a people person. De-escalation. I feel like mm-hmm. I a high percentage de-escalation is successful would be. Um, okay. It, okay. Long as people use the cameras correctly. And Miss Waddy uh, was True. saying, don't come to something y'all don't know nothing about. Hit the camera because you see the police and yell out, he didn't do nothing. That's what I hate. If, if oh, I don't okay. mind, I don't mind you. Hey, if people can record, record from a distance. Don't be them guys. I want your badge number and point your camera all in my face. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a badge number. When you come in correct, that's an issue. Um, but overall, I never really had the encounter. Um, I say if you if you want to record everything, fine. Stay your distance. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, not, I think more now nowadays more. I think my, I think nowadays more than ever. It's just now it's just people just being annoying with the cameras, with the cell phone cameras. You know everything. Everything had to be videotaped. It won't be bad like if they, they use it correct. Yeah. Right. You know, now now everybody trying to get that that shot, you know, that video where you see the officer doing something. Let's be honest. You're not going to catch us doing anything because you know why? We ain't doing nothing. You can feel me all you want. Make sure you get my good side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see somebody stop a car and they pull out the camera. I smile and I say, how I'm looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you ain't doing nothing but just gonna piss me off and then find every little thing I can write you on and just write it. So but um <laughs> but yeah, that's about it, man. That's about it. So yeah, like we say, when the cameras are real, do anything, just you know, just don't be no butthole about it. Right. Because what people don't understand is all right, there's no room for mistakes anyway. So mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the police in the general took a lot, took a step back. So I mean, that, yeah. that footage you trying to catch, but then keep on recording, people. Keep recording because, like how they say, you is you incriminate yourself or the person you trying to help. So it's like good. Now we just got on camera. That's all, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right, let's move on to the next question. 
All right, Mr. Thompson, he came with a two-part question. All right, for the first question is, what are some not-so-misconceptions the community have about the police? Okay, so what are some not-misconceptions the community have about the police? Um, I'll give um, Okay, go ahead, Ms. Waddy. Go ahead. Um, it's just like some people have a problem with the whole fit the description thing. It's not a misconception that or they always or they'll stop people a lot of times if you fit the description. And they you know, some people get attitude about that. Mm. But mm -hmm. yeah, I Good will, one. I will. Good if you if Good you fit one. the description, I will stop you. And and to make it clear, and I hope there are civilians listening. That is my job. If you are not used to somebody attacking you and somebody randomly attacks you by your car and robs you, and the only thing you remember, if they had some bright green shoes on or they had a black jacket uh -huh. and they went eastbound on 88th and from Parnell, um, and I tour the area and I see somebody who matches your description, this, the description you gave me as a victim, I'm going to conduct a preliminary investigation as a law enforcement officer for a victim. You are a victim. I can't just say to myself with this emotion-led answer, well, I'm not going to stop that person, although he fits the description, because he might think I'm harassing him, and then I look bad. I don't care how it looks. And I'm saying that, I'll say that to whoever in my life, uh, and, and I don't care, I'll say it on TV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. How do you ever find people? Because then these same people will complain and say, the police never catch nobody. Well, my thing is, do you really want us to catch somebody? Because when we catch them, you either want to protest for their freedom, assume they're being harassed. Right, right. If it's, oh, why, what does this fit the description? Fit the description. And it, it typically, <laughs> many people who ask that question or who has, who have a problem What's with that. What's the description? Right. It's like, uh -huh. typically people who complain about that are typically people who have yet to have God forbid they ever do, but they've never been in that type of situation. But then until when it's them or their relative and they're the victim, why aren't y'all out finding a person? Well, I don't know his name. Mm -hmm. Well, I gave you a description. Oh, so now you want me to fit, do, uh, do the whole fit the description thing. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're affected. So no, that's not a misconception. Right. Yes, we do go off fit the description because that's all we have. You don't know the person personally. We don't know neither one of y'all. So you know what I'm saying? Like you give me a description. If you, all you remember is he had a black jacket with a black hat with an uh, NY hat cap on. The first person mm -hmm. I see in the direction of flight that you said they went in, I'm going to stop that person. And if that happens to be the wrong person, hey, I'm sorry uh, for your time, but you know we're conducting a preliminary investigation. We had to make sure you wasn't the guy we was looking for. Uh, do you want an investigatory stop receipt? And if they decline or accept. That's how that gets handled. But I'm not going home or even going to my next job disappointed in myself because I stopped somebody who's the wrong person. You may stop somebody who's not it. That's the point of finding out which one of y'all is it. If he got a red shirt, right? He won in this. He oh, he ran right into that club across the street. You go into the club, you find out they having a red shirt party. Everybody got a red shirt. It is what it mm -hmm. is. But let's put things in context. I also think there's this other perspective that people have that they <clears throat> deems police officers for as wrong for using 
the uh, investigate investigatory strategy of fit the description to find somebody. So, okay, you have some officers in the past who have or present too, who have lied and said, we're stopping you because you fit the description, knowing that they never got a job, knowing that nobody ever called in saying, hey, this person did this and that to me. He's wearing this or she's wearing that. She left on foot this way. You know what I'm saying? Some people have harassed people because they was black, Mexican, even white, whoever, Indian, whatever. Some cops who are corrupt, who I have done that, and they lied and used the investigatory strategy of fit, not, not investigatory strategy, not a strategy. It's just, you know, it's, it's fit the description. So, you know, some mm-hmm. cops have lied and said you fit the description as a reason to stop you because they really had no probable cause and no reason, no reasonable articulable suspicion to stop you. But just because somebody you fit the description as a way to abuse their power does not completely rule mm-hmm. out fitting the description because you still got to do that. You know what I'm saying? That because anybody can right. lie and say, if your house was just shot up by your ex-boyfriend, and you say, I don't know his plate, but it's a black Nissan Altima. He typically, when he harasses me, he literally drives around the corner and stops and parks in front of the alley. Mm-hmm. You telling me that information, and I go around the alley, around the corner, and there's a black Nissan Altima sitting there running. I'm going to stop the person in that vehicle and conduct a preliminary investigation based on the description of the vehicle that you gave me. And yet can a cop who's randomly patrolling, looking for a reason to give somebody a ticket, you know, they like to play the know who likes to play numbers game and say, all right, I want to search this person's car see if they got guns in it. And they stop or that person's not parked in front of the alley. Let's say they're they're properly parked in front of the, they're lawfully parked on, on the street. And they're getting ready to get out, get out their car. And the officer says, stop. Now I want to I conduct the stop. And it's like, okay, why are you stopping me? Well, we got a call and your car matched the description. Knowing that they never got a call, they just want a reason to get in that person's car. That's mm. abuse of power that is wrong, that should not be happening. You know what I'm saying? But, and so that's just, that's just a way of taking something to basically abuse your authority with the community. But that, again, does not rule out fitting the description. So this whole what conception what, or what perception that people have about the police that they're right about, mm-hmm. you can be right about there were times where officers abused their authority and lied and said that somebody fit the description when they didn't because there was no, no, no description given to them. But there are also times where there was a description given and the officers lawfully did their job. So do they use fit? Because you got some people who don't want officers doing that at all. Like I remember attending an in-service training probably last year, earlier this year. And one of the the new ladies, I think she was a fit civilian too. She basically asked some questions about that. Not like harshly, but she basically implied and basically was telling us in so many words, she don't like that. And I gave me and my friend who's sitting next to me, gave her clear examples why it makes sense. Then she, you could tell in the tone of her voice, she didn't really want to come down for she really, what she originally believed. But she was like, okay, I get it. I get it now. You got some people who really don't want us using that as a way to stop somebody at all. But I don't care about what you want when it comes to me trying to start the beginning stages of bringing 
offenders to just, you know, bring injustice to the victims. I'm not going to stop doing right. that just because you're not the victim and you don't care about who's the victim because they don't, they're not related to you or it's not you and it don't affect you. I don't care because you're not, you, 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 you telling me I'm harassing this dude because you believe in him because he's crying wolf. But you see this woman standing next to me crying saying, yes, officer, that's him. He punched me in my lip. My lip is busted. And you're going to look over at her and we say, yeah, he just hit this lady in her lip. I've witnessed people literally turn around and walk away from the scene and not say nothing. You don't even rectify mm. your wrongful allegation against that officer that was doing their job because you want to be heard for nothing. You want to act like you're fighting for a cause just to jump on the bandwagon, acting like you somewhat care about your community, but you don't. Because if you would have saw this man or this woman do what they did to their victim, you would have said none anyway. You would have went in your house and do what you typically do, what a lot of y'all typically do in these communities and say, not my business, not my problem until it is your problem. Mm. And then you want us to do the very thing that we were trying to do to help the last victim that you claim was wrong. Okay. So, you know what, you know, Ms. Waddy, I mean, I'm glad that you, wow, I'm glad that you, you, you said, so you answered not only that question, but his second question was, is debunk the common misconception about the police. So you tied, I'm, I'm glad you, you used that example because you tied in both of the, the perception of it that you have officers that use you know description in order to stop somebody just off gp just to make it stick you, you know they use the you know oh well they had this and that or this on the description or proximity of the crime or whatever the case may be but then the common misconception is that officers that is the officer's job if there is, you do, people do get stopped, even though they're, they're innocent, but because of a clothing item or something, and they're at the proximity of the crime, where, hey, you know, we stopped you because there was a crime on 63rd Street, and the person was wearing a white shirt and blue shoes. You know, you just happen to be having a white shirt and blue shoes. We don't know that you're the guy, but it gives us reasonable suspicion to detain you, to, to ask you questions and, you know. So, so Ms. Wadi, you, I'm glad that you, you did a good tie-in with those two questions. Now, Holiday, some, so, so let's debunk a misconception about the police. Mine's is real quick. We all don't eat donuts. We all don't eat donuts. I don't eat donuts because people think that police officers eat donuts, all of us. No, I don't eat donuts. I, I, you know, I may have one every once in a while, but I don't eat, I, we all don't <laughs> eat donuts, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything about a misconception a common misconception about police like, I, everybody don't use their authority either okay okay come on right. uh -huh. everybody don't if you you know and i can only speak for me and i actually and the people around me i don't because see this social media is controlling people yeah oh man we don't Oh man, y'all can't tell us what to do and this and that. I said, if people realize it, we don't even want to be bothered with y'all. I said, but we don't use our authority to get what we want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I will speak especially for myself because I, I I try to help the person versus like I try to give them the opportunity to 
de-escalate their sales. You know, but every cop do not use authority, uh, use their authority to um, solve issues. So them people, they think, oh, you just have a badge and y'all can do whatever y'all want. No, that's not true. Be, uh, us wearing the badge makes us closer, get us closer of getting locked up or fired. See, because because I'm wearing this badge, I ain't the reason why I'm doing what I spoke, what I need to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> I think another debunked misconception that yeah, we're out there to kill black people. No, we're not out there to kill black people. People, we're not. Stop that. Stop that. I had, I had a few. I had a few cats. Man, all y'all do is kill black people. Y'all killing us out. Here. <laughs> I'm looking at some. I'm looking at these fools like what? And y'all killing us out there. Like okay. And for Chicago, I think we only had what. What, what, 11 police shootings in a whole month of two, 2022? And you had over 700 and some homicides? So people, you do the math. So stop that. Stop saying, yeah, we out there to kill black people, because we're not. Now, the perception of some, you might have a few that want to, <laughs> but, but, but that's a very small percentage. Probably not even, it's not even a percent. But, but, would you debunk that misconception? Where? No, we're not out there to kill. Majority of us, I'll say, are not out there to kill black people. Come on. Come on now. No, I, I don't know. You just remind me of a job that ain't even have nothing to do with us. It was like a, a fight going on. It was a call. It was a call to break up a fight. We went there. A family, family fight. Nothing big. Not no big old Royal Rumble type stuff. Little families. We separate them. Nobody came in correct. Nobody was like, hey, man, y'all family, man. Y'all shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, man, we're we good. We're good. Then one person had to yell out while we was walking away. I don't know why you call them motherfuckers. They just going to kill us anyway. Wow. <laughs> I said, wow. We, we, really? We, you couldn't get any better. You, I should have dressed up in the Santa Claus outfit. They've been treated so nice. And they didn't even talk smack to us. It's just when we was walking away, one tough guy decides as we walked off. Sure, I don't know why you calling calling their asses. They just gonna kill, shoot us, kill us, one of them anyway. I'm like, I'm like, wow. You should you should have turned around. You should have turned around and say, if that was the case, you had already been dead. <laughs> <laughs> if that was the case. Well, I said, yeah. Well, so, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. Okay, if that's what you, what you think, I, I, you guys still breathing to me, but all right, well, <laughs> let's move on, man. Next question. Next question. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Our next question comes from Ronnie. Ronnie wrote, what is your biggest mistake or regret while serving? Hmm. Man, my I biggest mistake of, or regret. Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, I tell you, mine, my, my while serving, um, uh huh, I think mine would be getting on, getting on the job late. <laughs> okay, hey, that's a good one. You get on the job too late, okay? Because you know, because for people that know me, whatever, I don't look my age, but you know, I'm at that. You know, and you know what? You get wiser as you get older. Whatever. I've always been a wise person, but um. I would love to been on policing 
when uh all the veterans was like oh man you missed it It was good you know back in the day oh gotcha you know what i'm saying i i I would love i would love to be in that that category so you talking about pre pre van dyke yeah (laughs) that's the pre van dyke era yeah so i like i would i would love before 20 before 2015 yeah you know i I, because because you remember when i was at the other job you know we remember we used to play basketball you know right with with the cop with the other coppers that's how i knew majority Mm -hmm. of them i said they you know right uh they hey man you should man we need you out on the on the forest man join the forest and this was years ago and i was like nah man my brother on one one is good enough i just kept rejecting it like and um and then now that i'm on it's like i wish i was able to uh uh be on the job to see the transformation to see it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i think um it'll been something it'll been something to see like policing how it changed uh-huh. okay over the years okay i think um a regret i have it was a job that I I went to my old partner. I went to, and you know what? I met this guy. He was always begging for change, and I met this guy, and we always had conversations. He really don't. He's on the fence with. Well, not really. He really didn't too particularly care for the police, but I know that coming across to know this guy, have a conversation where his guards was down, and you know he was like, you know, really I don't mess with the police, but man, you guys are cool. You know, we show him love. Uh, I remember one time for Christmas, we ran, he didn't have anything. To eat. We ran to the station because we had a big spread and we grabbed a big tray full of stuff. And we came back over there and gave it to him. And he's like, hey, man, Merry Christmas. There's a whole bunch of, you know, chicken and some sides and rolls and, you know, a big pan of food so he can bring it home to his wife and kids. And, you know, so we, Every time we see him, or we always rap with him, we talk about current events and all that stuff. So one time, there was a job. He called. Somebody threatened with a knife. So we ended up getting there. We saw the guy. We talked to him. You know, we told him, man, cut it. You know, man, man leave this dude alone. Cut it out. And we told him to, told him to leave. Well, this person, well, he wanted him locked up. And I didn't even think, you, you know, I just, I wasn't thinking. It was my first day back from furlough. So I wasn't, I wasn't thinking oh, about it. And plus yeah. it was time, it was time to go. I, I I just didn't think about it. I just, hey man, you go your way, you know, cut it out. You know, you go your way, he go his. You know, I thought it was just a, you know, just one of them type things. And he got mad at us. He got mad at us to a point where he stopped talking to us. You know, and I went to him one day, I said, bro, man, man, I apologize. I didn't even think about it. I didn't know you wanted him locked up. You know, we told him to go get all, you know, get lost, go, go the other way. And I should have checked with you first. I, I just wasn't thinking. It, was, it just happened. I just, you know, I wasn't yeah, even thinking about furlough. it. Came on furlough. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And to this day, he still don't talk to. Now, here's the thing. I ended up, we ended up doing some legwork to get to get the information. So we got the information. We did extra reports and we gave it to the detective. So 
he can follow up and get you know press charges. So we end up finding. And I came back and I told I told this cat that and you know still wasn't good enough. Now, now on my position on that, I regretted that that happened. I should have asked him what he wanted done. But furthermore, to the story for that is, hey, as a man, I came to him and, and apologized first and foremost. Now, if he still want to continue to be mad, upset, hey, that's on him because I did all I, I can do. I, I I can't do no further. So I regretted it what happened but you know far the, the rest of that story is like hey like oh well that's you know there's his loss i i you know i moved on from it all right let's uh all right we got last question last question come from tiffany and tiffany wrote if it wasn't if he wasn't in law enforcement what other profession would you see yourself in hmm Miss Waddy, if you wasn't the police, what else you see yourself? What, what, what else you see yourself doing? Are you working at Wendy's? <laughs> no, that is lowest blow. <laughs> I'll, just, uh, I'll just mess with you. You doing jazz? That's fire. No, no, I'll just mess with you. Um, no, it's okay. Um, clinical professional counseling, as well as I'll be an art therapist. Hmm. Which case I'm going back oh, to wow. both. I just have to finish. That's all. But if I wasn't okay, the police, go I, would ahead, doing that. I would just be doing that anyway. If I wasn't the police. Hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. Considering that sometimes we people's therapists and psychiatrists and priests and yeah. uncles and parents and all that other stuff. Teachers. Yeah. Man, that's good. I like that. All right. Uh, holiday. How about you? And I think one of my biggest things was uh to be a butcher at Food for Less. <laughs> funny. Holiday funny. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, for real. For, for real, for real. Hey, but no 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 disrespect, no shot yeah. to, to butchers out yeah. there because we need you. Yeah, big time. I just you. don't trust, I just don't trust myself with a damn butcher knife now. I mean, I probably would. I mean, anything I put my mind to or wherever I'm set, you know, I'm the greatest. But enough of that. Um, um, yeah, shout outs to the butchers. Yeah, no shots. You know, thank y'all for cutting the meats. Um, actually, I was thinking about, and I don't even, I'm not the best cook. I don't even cook much, but I was thinking about a master chef being a chef. Hey, okay. Uh, great, you know, the master chef, you know. Um, right. Looks, looks fun. Like something fun, and um, and another one was a uh, like an electrician. Something I know, um, okay. Something somebody's gonna need, you know, because mm-hmm. electrician, you know, you you get paid money just to pop a light switch, just to put some wires together. You're like, what? So okay, because uh, you know. My acting, you know, my acting career didn't shoot. So <laughs> that was a no-go. Okay. Then yeah, I know they had openings at Polecats, but I said, eh. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ladies night. Polecats. But uh, I said, nah. Oh, man. I said, I don't see myself doing that either. So, yeah, either like a, a sheriff, a chef or an electrician, something mm. like that. Okay. Those are great professions. Great professions. 
because people need to eat and people need electricity. Great mm-hmm. profession. Wadi, mm-hmm. Wadi, therapist, great profession because people need somebody to talk to. Uh, man, I really, this question had me stump a little bit because I was like, man, what would it be? You know, I, could, I can see myself in the military, but I was thinking that's, you know, kind of like law enforcement. So I, I, I can see myself as a, as a school teacher. Oh, snaps. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can see myself at, because there for a there I don't think there's not a lot of male school teachers out there. Mm, and I right. and I feel like I could I can feel like I could bring some to the classroom as far as being a, a a black male and to be a a inspiration a role model and also teach. I won't be just an ordinary school teacher. We I think when we we was coming up we had that one teacher that really care. Mhm. They, they taught the subject, math, spelling, history, English, social science, whatever the case may be. But they give you some life lessons, too. I think yeah. I've been one of those teachers like, yeah, life ain't fair. You got to be tough out here because life don't, life don't care about you. Right. You know, so it'll be one of them type cats. They give you some food for thought. I'm going to teach you this class. I'm going to teach you this course. But I'm going to teach you some life courses, too. Yeah. You know, I think I, I think I'll... I can be one of them type type teachers. So, like, what grade you think? I'll be you grade see school. Yourself? It'd be grade, grade school. school six, six, seven, eight. Okay. Like six, seven, eight. Something like that. Or high school. I guess it doesn't it matter, I guess. But six, seven, eight, because I want to catch them, catch them young, you know? Yeah, developing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to catch them young because when they get OS, it's a little rough, but catch them at an early age. They're gonna be like, man, they're gonna be like Jules was that, that dude's a tough teacher, but but they see that they say that at that time. But when they get in their careers and, and older in life, they're gonna be like, man, I'm glad for Jules. You know, he gave us some food for thought where, you know, it took me, it took me this way. You know, something like that. Okay. Right? I think uh, I think I'd be a good, I think I'd be a good, good little good, good teacher, school teacher. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. First day of school, you giving out homework or no? Oh no! Oh no! First day of school, we talking about a class. I want to. I want to. I'm gonna give y'all assignment. They're gonna be like, "Oh man!" And assignment is, "What did you do over the summer?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh okay. One of those. Yeah, I was about to say, hey, man, I ain't gonna like this much. I ain't gonna like this much. Give me a, a homework assignment on first day. Damn, where's the syllabus at? I'm, hey, we... I'm coming. I'm coming. I right, class pop quiz. What? Which I'll do over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it'd be something like that nice oh that's hilarious you being a teacher saying that <laughs> hey i was thinking about uh what's you what's that y'all seen a uh, k and pill pill and k no <laughs> it's a comedy uh-uh. i haven't yeah. really watched a lot of their their, their skits yeah uh <laughs> um he play he play a substitute teacher uh <laughs> i i think um yeah key and peel yeah it's the uh yeah he's a substitute right. teacher and he's mispronouncing their names and get pissed off <laughs> <laughs> so he just go nuts but uh no nah, you'll be better than him though but for people that watch okay. that that skit yeah y'all youtube it whatever mm-hmm. check it out it's two parts actually okay. it's pretty oh, funny okay. 
pretty I funny. Had to, I had to check it out there. Key and Peel. Okay, I had to check it out there. Well, hey, that's the show. That's the show, guys. We want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening, giving us feedback. Also, the questions, dope questions. Keep, keep them coming. Real dope. Keep them coming. Everybody, we want you guys to be safe. Please be aware of your surroundings. Take care of each other. You know, Miss Wadi Holiday, thank you for being on those right along with me. So we want our men and women in blue to be aware, to be alert, to be safe, but also be dangerous. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet with the Announce Our Blue Cape Award winner, Holiday. Who's getting an award today? Today, Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than our very own Chicago police officer, Sadella. Officer Sadella was on a patrol with her partner when she smelled smoke. They searched the neighborhood until they found the house on fire. A woman told Officer Sadella that her husband and six grandchildren were still inside. Officer Sadella helped save eight lives from that house fire. Officer Sadella, we on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast salute you and congratulate you for being our Blue Cape Award winner. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank God you was there. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority, the police.